Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain West Wire football podcast. MWWire.com is the website where you can find all of our content. Jeremy here, hanging out with Matt. Uh, how's it going, Matt? I heard you have spring break coming up, so how's that going to change for you? Uh, well, uh, I was planning on going to a national park or two over the break, but uh, since they're all closed around here, that's going to be kind of hard to do. Are your national parks closed to everybody now, officially? Or uh, it... Yes, I believe they are. So here in Utah, I thought we were doing a pretty good job for a while about stay at home, all that type of stuff. Well, our go- we're, apparently there's only one of eight states that's not doing that, and Utah's one of them. Mm-hmm. So, I you talk, the um I think I mentioned last week. They mentioned the national park thing last week. Where a little miles of miles. Yes. Okay. So yeah. they kind of change that to county residents only. So it's like, well, sure. But if you saw my post, I put about this. This, this is going into our topic. We're doing two topics today. If somebody tells you when college football is going to start, they know nothing, and so don't try to argue with them because it's pointless. Mm-hmm. And then second, um, we're going to go to our ultimate road trip to be positive at the end. But um, it's interesting about – if you saw my one piece I put up about like who's going where – or like not who's going where, but the, uh, when the season is going to be, I yeah. put a tweet I put out. A place near me, a restaurant – the restaurant wasn't part of it, I apologize, but they ordered food. And it's like the constitutional thing. I have a right to do this. You do, but you also have the right to be stupid, right? <laughs> You know, I've I've been seeing conversations about this and there's actually, you know, people talk about the First Amendment and I can't remember all the details, but there is precedent for these kinds of orders being like not necessarily enforced in a really drastic way. But like, you know, like locally, there's like fining people who are define define the order and stuff like that. So like go home. That's basically what you're doing. Go home, people don't. Yeah, but there, but there basically is a legal precedent to say that when an order like that is put in place, it's not infringing on anybody's rights because of the reasoning behind it, which is it's a public health kind of thing. Yeah, it's like the mega churches around the country is like, oh, we'll make exemptions for that. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. It's like, and so I saw you see people doing that. It's also like the people complaining, like, we'll get to sports here, but it's everybody's dealing with crap like this. So I just want to get this on my chest just because it's like people are first it's food. Or supplies, whether it be things like guns. And then there's argument, are gun stores um, essential businesses? They aren't, but continue. You think they are? They aren't. Oh, aren't. Okay, okay. That's what kind of my point I'm getting at. It's like, and then that brings up the Second Amendment thing. It's like, yes, I can own and use and have. Doesn't mean I have to, I'm able to buy them whenever I want to, right? I mean, that's the point of getting what's the What's the point right now? Well, my point, like, I, I get what you're saying, but the people say, well, I, I have the right to have my guns. I'm like, yeah, but you don't have the right to go buy a store. Is that store essential? It's like, is Joanne Fabrics essential? Because stuff like that, that people are talking about, well, maybe they are because people are making masks or whatever equipment mm-hmm. may, needed. It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. But I, I get it. It's your business and stuff. But it's like, it's almost like just free speech. It's like, well, I can say it a lot, but it doesn't mean get fired from my job from saying what I want, right? Mm-hmm. It's stuff like that. It's like, people, just be cool. And then let's get to our real topic here because I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about any just 
Well, it may be sad coming up, Matt, but you know what we're getting at. <laughs> Real life is kind of a headache right now. It is. I. It, it, it helps to focus on this sliver that we are, we are accustomed to focusing on. So Yes, exactly. So here's the sliver, the bad part of it a little bit. We're, we, there was stuff over the weekend. There's been, I keep a track. I wrote an article about it. Just kind of, it started going long and long and long. So I made like three pages worth. There is basically, like I said, Matt, if, they t- if you tell me, if somebody tells you we're going to have college football, August 28th. What are you going to tell me? It's like, I don't know, right? Not right now. Yes. And a couple of tweets I did, somebody, because there was a, a good article. I think it was our buddy, um, who was it? He used to write for us, Utah State guy. Um, I think it was uh, Ben, I think it was. I forget who it was. Mm-hmm. I saw it somewhere. He replied. I tweeted out. Some guys are arguing with me about, well, this is journalistic terrible because he didn't get a quote from a doctor or whoever. They're a medical person, blah, blah, blah. They keep, they keep saying that the timing's changeable. Oh, yeah, duh, the timing's changing because it's like freaking whack-a-mole, right? Yeah. Essentially, it's going to be. like I'm in an area where it's not too bad. Your area state's much worse. New York City is compared relative to North Dakota, to Houston, to Austin, to Miami. They're all different. And so, well, duh, the Japanese baseball tried to get going, and a couple players got sick, and they shut it down. And so there's that concern. Mm-hmm. So if anybody tells you, well, it's going to come back and going week zero or week one. And we talked about last last week, Matt, with Gary Anderson saying maybe non-conference games. So what, what do we tell people about this who – because it's all moving parts and changing. Like the president spoke with all the big commissioners of what, 10 to 12 sports organizations. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm hopeful we'll be back. He's not saying for sure he'll be back. But then you have Dabo Swinney says he was taking this – by the way, private jet to two trips because I got my private jet because I can go where I want because I'm rich. We're going to have football week zero no matter what. Like, what do we do with this? How do we explain to people it's wait and see, and it's, it's also a little bit too early to tell for anything? If there's one big takeaway, and this is not just for college football, this is for all sports. Hide in your closet until you, and don't go anywhere. <laughs> the coronavirus makes the timeline. They don't. It doesn't care. It does not care. Did you see the tiger got it in the Bronx Zoo today? I did. Apparently, apparently cats can catch it. You know, in a way that other animals cannot. Hey, wait, you got a cat. You okay? I yeah, I'm okay for right now. Okay, it's making sure. Yeah, um, but it, you know, it's it's one of those things where if if certain parts of the population choose not to be disciplined, it's going to create more headaches in the long run. And you know, you're already starting to see in places on the West Coast, like Oregon and Washington, I think, especially where it's starting the the measures that they put in place are starting to work you know the physical distancing and things like that and you know it may seem drastic but when you start looking at how the number of cases has slowed in those kinds of places the number of deaths has has slowed in those kinds of places it's one of those things where you know you, you think about it like when a team is up 14 in the third quarter like you don't want them to back off and go into prevent defense you want them to keep their foot on the pedal Exactly. And that's that's kind of what people like you and me and our listeners need to do is, you know, if we see that this is starting to kind of turn in the direction that we want it to turn, you know, it's not the time to ease up. It's the time to really put your foot down and, you know, not only help yourself, but help other people in your communities. Yeah, it's like I chat with our buddy Eli Betker all the time. He's back in Seattle mm-hmm. and he's a. I asked him because they added another month the other day. I'm like, how you doing? I was like, well, I'm just sticking at home. His mom's supposed to have some sort of surgery. Can't do it because it's elective. He's, his uh, sister meets people every day about various things because he was living with her with his mom now. But it's like he has another month. He's like, it's uh, I rarely go out. There's not much going on. But it's like it's going to be worth it, right? Because it's also the dumbest stuff you see around where <sighs> – 
just go back to work. Old people are fine. Who cares? Let's, the economy's worth more. No, it's not. It's not worth anybody's lives. Come on. No. It's stupid. And so that comes with football. It's like, well, or any sport in the fall. Do you want people on stands? Do you not? Do you want on TV? Yes. That'd be great. But like the Japan thing, I put on my own, I think it's, um, it's one of our replies on our MWCR retreater right now from my personal account. So go check it out. But the, M- the National Baseball League, whatever it's called in Japan, started to do it, had precautions in place. Two or three players got it. Boom, shut down. Yeah. And so be careful. And like when you hear guys like, you hear Dabo Sweaty, he said it's going to go on no matter what. He's for sure. Stupid acronym for Tigers, whatever. It's like, come on. I get being optimistic. We got to be realist as well. Because you and I are, are would like it to happen, but we're realistic saying at this point, we don't know and probably not. And I, I still think around first, like I mentioned last week, about we're about we're first week of April. First, mm-hmm. like I said, 4th of July weekend. The first week of July is when we'll really know, I think, what we can do. I think yeah. that's a good time frame to know if we're going to have anything. It's still too I mean, early, but it's hard to tell. I still I still lean cautious if no, but that's when I think there's a good deadline to make definitive plans or changes to whatever's coming up in the, for fall sports. It's like, you, you know how head coaches, college football head coaches always say that they want to be like 1-0 in a given week? Yeah. Like they're just focusing on being 1-0. Week to week, yeah. That's kind of how everybody needs to approach this. Is they, they need to be just kind of 1-0 every day. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. And, and focus mm-hmm. on the immediate, which, you know, I think that it was either today or yesterday or a couple days ago where they asked the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. I think specifically about the, the NFL. Yes. Yeah, because President Trump um, said he thinks September will be fine. But he wasn't as optimistic right now. And he alluded to those, you know, the, the thing in Japan that you mentioned a moment ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he said that he's just focusing on the immediate. And I feel like that's the most the most important part of the quote because these measures are right that we're all partaking in right now are starting to work great. a little bit. That's what that is about. It's about focusing on just what's right in front of us without, you know, it's it's nice to project and think about when this all might be over, but projections are kind of useless in the face of, you know, people, some segments of the population not doing what they probably should be doing. Mm-hmm. And you know that's and that's kind of what it comes down to like if everybody just does what they're supposed to day after day this problem will get sorted out sooner rather than later yeah and there's no wrong wrong reason or wrong to look ahead because yeah. you have to as well it just seems like like there's something i i'm 90% sure it's not going to happen 95% sure it's not going to happen even if it does happen i'm probably not going to go i ref high school water polo and club water polo there's always the junior olympics that's a huge deal I went there last year, first time I was down in Orange County, and if, and I can make you make some decent money, a couple thousand bucks for doing like eighty games in like a week and a half. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I rough like six to ten games a day out there. It's pretty fun. It's exciting. Just meet new people and stuff. I'm probably not doing that. That's third week of July. I'm not. I'm, that's not gonna happen. I guarantee. I had a refing school because I do it every two years anyways, just kind of get certified or just refresh your course. And they asked the head rap, national rough guys, like, oh, that's too early to tell. But they've canceled everything basically until, I think, April 30th, which I'm pretty sure is way too early. But they're kind of going a week at a time – or not a week, but, you know, like increments of 30 days or 45 yeah. days. Because if it turns drastically, maybe things can open up for some things. But I, if, I'm, if you're going to tell me right now, I'm going to say – if I have to say a decision today, which is still way too early because, like I said, I think end of the June is when we should know or 1st of July, I'm probably leaning toward – a, at best, a delayed college football season. At best. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's reasonable to expect. And also, 
100,000 people? If you're going to Tennessee, you're playing Alabama, you're playing at the Coliseum. Well, Coliseum won't have 100, but you get my point. 25,000 to 110,000 fans? Like, really? That's not happening. Would you be comfortable? Like, let's just say, good case scenario, we figured it out. Well, not figure it out because medicine is still going to take a year plus to get to it, but for what experts have said, let's just say it's calmed down. It's it's whatever better means. Are you comfortable going to a stadium, go watching a Fresno State game with 28,000 people or get the first game back when every stadium likely be a sellout when it's allowed? No. You know, I think he asked the same question last week. I'm just my answer is My answer is still the same. My answer is still no. Yeah. See, we're still taking it week by week as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, this week's felt like a month almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Yeah, what- and I mean, in some universities, I was just I saw this from NBC Sports. Mike Florio over at Pro Football Talk and noted that uh, the University of Oklahoma has already suspended everything oh, wow, State on as campus. Well? Through July 31st. Mm-hmm. Oh, state as well through summer as well. So all summer classes are closed. They usually Fresno State's the same way for all summer courses. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if they're not even thinking about, like, doing camps over the summer and things like that, you know, that kind of tells you everything you need to know, I think, about where things stand as far as the actual season. Because at this point, look for that stuff. But also, here's the thing. If... Say schools are closed or whatever, like no online work or, or to be no in-person work. Doesn't necessarily mean you can't have practices and stuff with fewer people. But then again, a football team has, what, 100, 200 people on every practice field every day? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it could be done if the school's closed. There could be things to work around to get to it, but it's still risky at this point. But what, here's what I want to get to now. Like, we talked about Gary Anderson. There's the – if you haven't read the thing over at stadium.com, I linked to it on an article I did about – Kind of uh, ADs being, I think it's 115 of 130 responded FBS about mm-hmm. the upcoming season. None of them were lower than 50%, which I guess is, is I think the, the poll was pretty, obviously going to be accurate. I can't say it's not, but the amount of people who put like say 50% or kind of the, the, the way it was, uh, I guess how the votes came out, I should say what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. It was about, I think one, 20% were about 50-50. Nobody was extremely pessimistic, but there was a few too many people who are optimistic for my taste for looking at what when it would come back. So what, mm-hmm. like, what would you? I don't want. I hate predicting because this thing's so crazy. But I kind of want to just chat about it to be kind of interesting. Could it be done? Like, I here's the options I brought up that could be done. Could we do start on time is an option, but it's probably the lowest in my opinion. Starting off with no like any sort of week zero starting is probably pretty slim in my opinion right now because you yeah. do need about a month to get going. That's why I keep mentioning that July first week of July. I think a couple of ways that could be done. Gary Anderson's idea of eight eight player conference schedule could be in the works over ten to twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe the season basically this basically the season is a similar time frame, but you may start games October or something. You work some yeah. schedule around. That's not a bad idea. It gives you an extra month or two. Another idea I like could be a split season. Where you play kind of well, basically semester, you play sometime in the fall, finish out around March, or you just push all the way to the spring mm-hmm. because they need football regardless. Because there's like I mentioned often, there's a money thing. Like we already seen Old Dominion drop, I believe wrestling. You've seen the scholarship issue with um, returning seniors. Will they be able to get scholarship money back? Craig Bolt, Wyoming. We're gonna keep track of other schools to see based already. 
um, what hundred thousand dollars donated to these to some fund. I think probably for athletics. I believe in general, just because no spring sports, there's a lot of whatever. There's going to be money needed yeah. with college basketball not paying out as much. Yeah. And just to to emphasize that point, there was an article over at the Athletic on Friday between the. It was a conversation between Bruce Feldman, Stuart Mandel, and Andy Staples that more or less um, touched upon that fact about you know, football drives revenue. And if there's zero revenue, then that's going to have a huge impact on some of the on some of these athletics that we don't talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, some of your more tertiary things. But also, here's another thing about that too. Like you'll see, I, I briefly noted in an article I did state schools. So I guess like your Fresno State's public schools, <laughs> University of Texas, um, Alabama schools that are public schools, Ohio State University. They get money from the state and all that type of stuff. But there's also a thing. It's like if you if you don't spend it, you lose it, which yeah. is part of the reason why you'll see players aren't getting money. So we got to spend money on something. Okay, let's get a – Alabama has two dozen assistants – or not assistants, but analysts that get $35,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You have the best food ever at University of Oregon or University of Texas has – whatever the waterfall the sleep pods the locker room with xbox your name and great laserly engraved and your own personal nintendo switch and ps4 and xbox one yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean get my point like you gotta spend the money somehow so it's not like these schools can save money like oh this year i'm only going to spend 100 million compared to 150 because they lose that 50 million dollars mm-hmm. and so it's, so it's like well texas always has this money yeah they do but they also have to spend it all typically as well which is why when you look at the usa today finances it's like they try to get close to zero as possible yeah for profit and revenue and expenditures expenditures and so there's that but like alabama they make a lot of money you can't run a program any other program with zero dollars when you used to make it 110 million right mm-hmm. and so there's that thing about it as well so do you think football in any form is going to happen next year at all college football will there be any games played next year you mean by this fall well, I mean, this this season, the 2020 season. Will there be any games played in any aspect? You think? Basically, think, the entire school year. I'm giving you from August till May. I think so. You're not so too confident with that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's better than 50 50. Okay, then where? What would if you were to kind of rank your scenarios? What do you think would be the most likely scenario? I mean, I'm almost wondering if there's a way to truncate the regular season or. You know, maybe put non-conference play. I mean, I have no idea if this would actually be possible to put non-conference play on the other end of conference play and maybe push back bowl season into January. But the only thing I can foresee being an issue is, you know, necessarily want your second tier or even your first tier bowl games going up against like the NFL playoffs, for instance, in January. Yeah, January, first week of February, that would be tough. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's a perfect solution. I think... I think the most likely solution is that there's going to be some kind of lost games. That makes sense. If it's lost games, here's the thing too. If it's lost games, it's going to be conference, non-conference games. It's going to be non-conference, yeah. which hurts. Who knows when these teams got paid like to buy games like FCS games or you get Nevada-Oregon, you'll have Nevada-Purdue, or mm-hmm. non-home-at-home home games or three-for-twos or two-for-ones, one-off games. Like you, Fresno State has like what their six-game residency in Southern California for the next decade. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> USC, UCLA. So, Texas A&M this year, yeah. That's right. Going down there to, to College Station, that's a big deal. Who knows when they got paid for that? Maybe they already did get paid. I'm not sure. But those games probably can be – fairly easily rescheduled maybe they go i think those that's not a i don't 
well, scheduling the hassle. I don't think that would be that big a deal to to push that game down the road four years, mm-hmm. or even back every schedule up one year, which would be tricky. But there's holes that it could be filled out because not everybody's filled out the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. And but I I, I kind of like your area. My ideal scenario, or the, well, not ideal, but if I'm going to kind of get a rank, what happened? They're going to push for as many games as possible. So my thinking is that we're gonna if thinking like as an AD president. You got to make money in school and all that type of stuff because schools still have money because they can pull from the endowment a little bit. Like we talked about Colorado state, like they made the most revenue last year, which was surprising. Mm-hmm. And they have like a huge, one of the biggest endowments out West outside of like private pac 12 schools, like Sanford and USC, they got mm-hmm. a lot of the huge endowment there. So maybe they could pull from some of that, which people wouldn't like the academic, like, which I get, which you're part of that for what you do at university and all that. But it makes sense because higher learning is part of it is going to school and the experience and sports is part of it too. But they're going to push the main possible. I think what's what I think could happen as we're sitting here first week of April, I think it's going to be a spring sport this year. But coming with that, there will be a lot of guys like high profile guys sit out like Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, a lot of other guys who are really good, high level seniors, maybe not in the Mountain West, maybe who knows, maybe a few, but there's going to be guys who sit out because we see the NFL, Matt, right now, going as scheduled. Draft will be going on in three about three weeks. It'll basically just be done at home, essentially, and then in some TV studio with Goodell making the picks. Yeah. So that's what I think is the most likely because they want the most games possible. Because that'll give time for people to figure things out. Because if we say it start, and it also kind of, it's kind of involved with the NFL playoffs, but not really. Let's say they start middle January. They come come back after Christmas break two week training camp like fall camp would be maybe the third week whatever NFL playoffs are only a couple weeks down the road they're basically done you're playing there's only a couple Saturday games even with the expanded playoffs like two weekends of playoff games not that big a deal to mix in the only issue that would be TV time because you got college basketball going on as well mm-hmm. you have there's some depending on how long the season goes maybe major league baseball NBA there, you might see a lot of uh offshoot deals like a one-off deal for tbs to eric Moore baseball or tnt to pick up college football you know what i mean like because all these rights that are already have games that are broadcasting like mlb and tbs maybe they'll play air more games to free up a football game in espn or something mm-hmm. my second option would be a split season which is still risky is like maybe either just non-conference games which would be four three to three to five for most schools like basically split it in half like you're done by first week of december and then you pick back up in February. Yeah. But that's kind of weird as well, because if it's going well in the fall and winter, why would you stop? Mm-hmm. I think those are two most likely. I do like your option of fewer games, but I think they're going to push as many as possible, which I think it's going to be a spring sport next year. Yeah, I mean, I think you're probably right, yeah. What would you rather have, a full spring sport season or like eight games played? <laughs> uh, and eight ga- but Meaning that eight games played in the fall. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know right now. Do you care? Not no. sure. I'm just wondering. See, that's a valid question. Do we care? <laughs> I mean, I think at a certain point, we're going to be like, just give us whatever we can get. That's why I got the horse matchup possibly coming. Yeah. <laughs> or Tiger versus Phil with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning hitting the clubs. Mm-hmm. Or there was iRacing I to end Fox for NASCAR. People want something, right? That's true. Did you watch the, the replay of USC Texas? Uh, no. Oh, I watched about 20 minutes of it because... I already know what happened, but still, it's on YouTube. No, I, I can't. I can't get into replays. Of it's sports hard. Games. It's hard. I, I watched a little bit because I knew it was a good game. 
I, I am doing something for my for work. I'm like, okay, we need content. So I'm like, all right, best sport, best stuff to rewatch. So I watched a couple partial games, but one of the one of the best ones. If you want ten minutes or something, go watch Olympic sports. Go watch Usain Bolt or Carl Lewis or Michael Phelps. There you go. The, those are quick. Like I I forgot about in the. 08 games, the French team for the 400-meter freestyle relay was talking so much smack to the U.S. team. They came in winning, and then it was a Jason Lezak. Like, I saw him a lot, so I, the, people, and so I kind of maybe pay attention a bit more closely. But the way he came back from how far he was, that's one of the best events ever. Or Michael Phillips winning, I, I don't remember the, was it 100 fly, where they had to go to like the triple digit, super HD extreme close-up if you want one of his gold medals in China. Mm-hmm. Like, go watch those. You can watch a compilation, compilation of that in 15 minutes. So yeah. if you don't want a full three-hour game, I'd recommend doing that. But uh, all right, should we get to the fun part? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, football's here. It's going to start on schedule, right? Wink, wink. Nudge, we can nudge. we can we can still dream. Here's what we're doing here. We do this all the time. It's a pretty fun exercise. You have more stringent rules than I do, but that's cool. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. But we're going to um, basically go week by week of where we're going to play games or we're going to go watch games. And the sort of loose rules are basically you try to visit every school once, right? Well, I try to see every team once. Okay, I guess and I, I try yeah. and I try to go to as many different schools as I can. Okay, and you try to limit the amount of schools you see as well, right? You don't want to go to the same venue over and over. I, as much as I can, yeah. All right, so you want to start first with week zero? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So week zero, we have what, five games? Uh, yes. So what do you got? So I'm going to UNLV right off the bat. Is this and- um, Allegiant Stadium open, or what's the deal? Are we saying everything good to go? Yeah. <laughs> we are assuming a perfect world in which COVID-19 gets sorted out in a nice, clean manner, and everybody's happy, and, and all that stuff. Kick it in the butt. There you go. And this is and this is entirely about going to see the new stadium, too, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, that's fair. Because I've been to Vegas a few times and just kind of seen it progress. Um, it looks like a hockey puck from the outside. It does. But, or- but I'm very interested to see what a, what a multi-billion dollar facility looks like in person. That would be, I mean, it's a good one. Uh, I, and I'm going to try to, as we go through this, not pick the same one you pick if possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Hawaii at Arizona. Because that's also a good one. That's a good one because it's also the only other FBS, FBS matchup. You have Todd Graham taking on his first game Hawaii. Go to Arizona with Kevin Someone still there. Is Khalil Tate still with Arizona? Is he still there? I, you know what? I honestly don't know. <laughs> he's, been, he's been there forever. But based off last year's game, that was amazing. So maybe we'll have some sort of rematch. You got Shavon Cordero throwing sling of the ball. But I think that would be a good one because it'd be a good matchup for Hawaii. Go to against an Arizona team. It's probably, if you're looking at the Pac 12 South, they're probably fourth at best to win the division, like middle of the pack. Because mm-hmm. you'd have, um, I'm assuming, Colorado, UCLA sort of down there. And uh, yeah, they'd be kind of middle of the pack at best. They'd be behind, they'd be definitely behind it. USC. Arizona State, Utah. Mm. But for a while, that'd be a pretty good matchup, I think. And a good kind of what do we get from Todd Graham, who hasn't had any spring football yet. I agree. So what do you got for week one? Or do you want to rotate these? Well, why don't you go next with, with week one? All right, so week one. I made a mistake here. I put Colorado at Colorado State. Is that actually a home game? Or is that could be at um, Denver Broncos Field or whatever? I'm assuming it's going to be in Denver. I know there was some the, – near the end, they made some tweaks. So I'm wondering – it's a Hobart Hobart dot this time because usually they do play at the Hobart Broncos. I mean, it might be. I, I don't know. I would love to. Can I make my trip to Hawaii already? But it's kind of hot. Labor Day weekend. You. This is this is your fantasy world. You can do whatever you want. Here's the games really quick uh, that I'm considering. Um, I'm going to consider. Um, 
And wait, ooh, Mississippi State is that Mike Leach? Or yes, that, it is. Ooh. You got New Mexico at Mississippi State. Go to SEC if you want. You have UCLA at Hawaii, which heck, Hawaii two and overs Pac twelve maybe. Nevada at Arkansas to notch another win versus SEC or at least the Razorbacks. And then you got San Jose State, Central Michigan, then LaTeX at UNLV, which I believe that game's going to be at Sam Boyd. So I'm not going to pick that one. I'm going to I'm going to take Hawaii. I'm going to go see Bruins at Warriors and see if Hawaii can be two and zero because Chip Kelly not giving me too much confidence that they'll be very good this year. So I think that's I'm gonna, reason. I think that's I'm gonna reasonable. Go there Get, yeah, I can see that. I could go Hawaii. If I'm going to pick a, maybe an alternate game, I might pick CSU-Colorado just because that should be interesting or a good SEC country. But I'm going to UCLA-Hawaii, so I'll see the Warriors twice in a row, which probably means I'm not seeing them at all the rest of the year. So I I, 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 don't, want to, I don't know if it's cheating a little bit. Uh-oh. But, you know, thinking in terms of taking an actual road trip, oh, I actually, I actually chose two games for this one. What? The Thursday game? Come I on. I chose the Thursday game, Washington State at Utah State. Fine, I'll allow it. <laughs> think about it. Vegas to Logan is not that far. It's about eight, seven hours drive. And, and then you take, you use trip Friday as a travel day as well. Yes. And I'm going, I'm going to the Rocky Mountain Showdown on Saturday. That's not a bad one. Cause you got uh Nick Rolovich versus Gary Anderson. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. We can, we can do that. We've discussed before. Also, I wish we had the actual schedule because there's going to be a bunch of Friday games we don't know about. Yeah. So maybe we'll have to revisit this down the road just because we need podcast content and we'll do that. But that's, that's not true. A... <laughs> also, I talked to our buddy Sean. Um, I might need – well, he already does the NCAA football on uh, EA. He's done, he's done it for years. I yeah. think, Matt, I might need to show the 100 bucks to get a PS3. I looked online. You know how much it costs to buy freaking NCAA 14 like on a PS3? It's like 60 bucks, like a brand new game. Oh, yeah. I'm like, really? You st- that was, you know what? Honestly, that was the first thing I looked up when I got an Xbox One, and That's then I realized it wasn't backwards compatible, and that made me sad. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. The sixty bucks. I'm like, what we may do is it ta- I've already talked about it. We might need to simulate the season somehow. There you go. I'll ask him how long it takes to get rosters going and stuff. And like, we're already doing the whatisports.com for college basketball so far. But yeah, that might be interesting thing to do if we can get this set up and somehow get rosters somewhat configured. That could be something fun to do week to week. All right, so week three, you're up first. What do you got? It's actually week two. Oh, sorry. Excuse so me. Weekend, week weekend of the 12th. All right, so what do you got? There's a big conference game, Boise State at Air Force. You got Arizona State at UNLV. Fresno going to Colorado. You got to stay in Colorado and go to Fresno? Uh, no, oh. actually. All right, then. No, I'm going down to Colorado Springs. I'm watching that uh, Broncos and Falcons game. Wait, I'm on the wrong week here? No, you weren't. Oh, no, so, sorry. I, I think I got Fort Collins and Colorado Springs mixed up. I apologize. So you got Boise State at Air Force. That's that's a good one. That's I, where I'm going. That's fine. Why why is that your pick? Because it's uh, probably the biggest game of the week, for one. Well, because it's it's one of those things that really sets the tone for the rest of conference play, I think, um, as it has tended to do in recent years. But also, you know, it's a rematch of what was a pretty good game last year. So that's, you know, most of what I look for when I do this thing. I'm heading to Louisiana for the Rage Occasions hosted Wyoming Cowboys because that'll be an under-the-radar sneaky game that week because Wyoming, while win totals that come out, which we'll do a piece on later, has Wyoming about 6 now 7. Louisiana is projected by SP+, I think FPI, to be either the first or second team in the Sun Belt. And Wyoming has a defense we all trust. We still don't know about quarterback Levi Williams or if it's Sean Chambers, depending on how that works out. But that'll be a road game that'll be pretty big for the Cowboys if they're going to be anything special or really good this year. Mm-hmm. Because Raging Cajuns are always a decent team. But going on the road and playing that type of team, 
I think it'll be something fun to go see. Plus, you get to go to Louisiana, get some good seafood, possibly some crawfish, some po' boys. You can never That's get, true. You can it's never the kind of game that you don't see every year, which That's, is always kind of cool. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not very often. I was debating maybe San Diego State at Salido. Mm-hmm. But I uh, decided to go to Louisiana, so that's my pick for week September twelfth. That's reasonable. All right, so week three. I was so you got Florida State, Boise State, week three. Mm-hmm. But Florida State are they going to be good? That's a good question. They weren't good last year. They got a new head coach. Uh, you got Utah State at Washington, which is probably not going to be that close of a game. I'm thinking. You Utah at Wyoming. Man, I can go back to back to all these teams. You know what I mean? Wyoming, mm-hmm. Hawaii. You got Nevada at South Florida, which South Florida is garbage. You got ooh, Penn State. This is a good week for a Power 5 game on the schedule here, right? Yeah, yes, it is. Iowa State, Penn State, uh, UCLA going to San Diego State after last year, Purdue and Air Force. You also got the Rio Grande rivalry that rivalry that week. Uh, man. Oh, this is hard to pick. How can I pick this week? What are we going to do? I have to make a choice, don't I? You do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go – I could do Utah-Wyoming, but I'm not going to do that. Oregon-Hawaii is going to be a blowout. I don't want to go to Nevada-South Florida. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't excite me too much. I think I'm going to do Air Force at Purdue because Jeff Brom in the offense, he kind of wants to put up some points. Plus, it would be nice to see the Mountain West get two straight victories over Purdue. Nevada last year, Air Force this year. And it'll give Purdue, it'll give not Purdue cred, but it'll give Air Force some cred for beating a Big Ten team, even if Purdue's supposed to be just I don't know how they're gonna be this year at the moment, but they were supposed to be pretty good last year, probably at worst a bowl team. So if you could beat an eight four Purdue team, that'd be nice. Yes, it would. So what do you got? I mean, you may not go to Utah versus Wyoming, and that's where I'm going. That's a good one. It is a good one. I'm telling you, that could be upset well or I promise you. Yes. You, what, what's the reason? Just because it's upset alert, you got the Utes for Mountain West schedule or Mountain West uh, team. I mean, the Utes might have missed their chance at the College Football Playoff last year, but I'm still expe- I'm still expecting they're going to be pretty good, and I think that it's a better home matchup than even the Mizzou game was for the Cowboys last year. Could be. Here's the like, Utah. I, I think the, I think the stakes could potentially be higher this time around. Could be Utah. They are losing like 90% of their returning talent. as They're basically last in FBS in returning talents. Mm-hmm. They don't know who their quarterback is. They don't know who their running back is. They allegedly have a receiver in Britton Covey who's just whatever. Defense loses nine starters, which should be good, which would give a chance. Like I could see this game seriously being whoever gets to 21, point, 21 points wins it. Yeah. Because Utah's offense is rebuilding and defense will be fine. So that's, that's a good choice. I like that. So what do you got week four then? Uh, let's see. Week four... Another, there's a lot of, there's a few good choices here, even though there's only five games altogether. Um, honestly, though, I'm going with another division game. I'm going to Reno. Ooh. Because I think that, you know, San Diego State and Nevada is on paper right now, kind of my, you know, one versus two in that division. And that's another one of those early conference games that can really do a lot to shape how the rest of the season unfolds. Because you know, the loser of that game is ultimately going to be having to play catch-up for you oh, know, wow. the rest of October and November. So that is something that I'm really interested in seeing in person. Where do you say Kawhi? Are they number three, kind of? I mean, I'm less... I'm, I'm, I think that Hawaii is going to need to take some time to replace all the pieces they need. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least right now, like if we're talking in terms of tiers, I think that San Diego State and Nevada, at least from my point of view... Or at least kind of at least a notch above everybody else for the moment. 
That's what I kind of thought. I have Hawaii maybe a bit closer than you, but I think it's those three teams for sure, but probably these I mean, two, I'd say. I don't think there are any huge gulfs. No. But that would be, you know, for my money, that's probably the most entertaining game of that weekend. Could be. I'm going to go um, not Boise State Marshall because last year was just dreadful. Um, let's do. I mean, your your dreadful was my defensive fist fight. <sighs> when you make self inflicted wounds, it's not makes for a fun game. Like they that's, okay, I, that, I, I, that's reasonable. I don't agree, but that's reasonable. Yeah, I'm saying there were red zone issues last time that that made this game too exciting. Um, yeah. Shoot, I'll just go to SEC country, Colorado State and Vanderbilt, go to Nashville and hang out for a couple days. Get another another win over another SEC. Heck team. yeah, bring it. Uh, no, I think again CSU. Like we've seen the betting odds, they're extreme. Well, they're not as favorable as Wyoming. The win total, I think I forgot what it was. I wish I had in front of me. I think they're only sitting like at four wins. So like that's way mm-hmm. too low, four and a half maybe. But like Vanderbilt's an okay team. CSU offense should be fine. It's always the defense we talked about like last week and every single year past couple of years about their defense being just one or two guys and nothing else. It's probably not going to be a win, I would say, but it'd be an entertaining game. And again, it, it, look at all the pub last year San Jose State got for beating a crappy Arkansas team. Yeah. Like it was everywhere. It helps the game was high scoring and entertaining, even with turnovers and good defensive play, a lot of offensive play to lead to what 80 something points or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be, it could be a good matchup and it's a winnable game. And why not go somewhere fun? There you go. All right. So next week I'll start off. I'm doing what you did. I'm doing a two for, I'm going to Utah state BYU because that's always fun because it always is usually a good game. So I'm doing that. It's a Friday night game. That's the typical time slot or day slot for that game. The first week of October, and then, since I'm close by, I guess I, I can't be too picky where I go. So I'm going to go to Navy Air Force, which is another no-brainer. There Command, you go. Commander-in-Chief, I, did, I either fly or take the seven or eight-hour car drive, probably fly to go to Air Force, because I'm not doing that drive, because that will be a night game for Utah State BYU. Commander-in-Chief Chofri, and last year, wasn't that Navy game that stung Air Force last year? It was. So get some rematch, get them at home. And so, yeah, I'm going two games that we, those weekends because proximity does play a factor, and I'm not going to go to Boise State hosting San Jose State. Sorry, Spartans. That's reasonable. I mean, this was a week where I was hamstrung by my self-imposed rules. <laughs> um, so I'm going off the beaten path a little bit. Which I'm is? going. U, I'm going UMass, New Mexico. Oh man, sorry. Well, I guess no, not sorry. That's the win for Lobos, possibly. And that's the thing, because I think we we talked about it a little bit last week, but if you haven't looked at New Mexico's non-conference schedule at that point, it's pretty rough. And, you know, their September could look a lot uglier than what their true talent level could be, you know, just because they're facing like the, the Mississippi states and the USC's of the world in non-conference play. Mm-hmm. So I think this is, you know, this and the real grand rivalry a couple weeks before are really kind of their their best opportunities in the earliest parts of the season to really show us where they are at, you know, whether it's a year zero situation or a year one situation, because UMass, not good. Future FCS UMass, I'm going to say. (laughs) You'd like to think so. Um, And so, I mean, I think it's just interesting because, you know, I want to see, you know, I mean, obviously I want to see Rocky Long's defense and what that looks like in year one. Um, I think that's a draw in and of itself, but, against a winnable against a beatable opponent i just want to see like how convincing can the lobos be when they've got a beatable opponent coming to their home field do you think they could be two and two in non-conference play two and two who else are they playing in non-conference play well usc 
because they they play USC, they play Mississippi State. I think they play like Idaho State or something. Oh, they have. Oh, sorry, they'd have five. So three and two. You think that's a possibility? Idaho State, UMass, New Mexico State. I can't count it out. I would I say I don't think it's the most likely scenario, but I can't count it out. I was gonna say I see three winnable games. Yes. So, all right. So but that week and uh, week six, what do you got? Where are you going first with? Well, this one I'm going uh, a little bit further east. I'm heading down to College Station. Ooh. I'm going to Fresno State versus Texas A&M. Half flood with the stadium literally shaking at the end of the game when it feels like it's going to collapse. Because that's how at the, crazy at the it end is. of the game, or is that during the game too? At, well, at the end of the game, they do the school song and everybody sways back and forth. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So that's why I mean during the game, yes, but after the game, it's more um, in sync. I would say. Where they you grab arm to arm somebody, assuming you're Aggie fan, which is obviously not the case for you. But if you hang around for the whole game, I've been to a couple down there, like Oklahoma State, University of Texas games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. But it's just like you see it. It's so cool to watch on TV because not everybody goes the same way, which is fine. So it looks like a kind of illusion as half the people are going left to right and right to left, and then when you're there, it like just shakes the whole thing. It's pretty cool. So that's a good place to go. Um, I guess if I'm going to go somewhere, I need to go somewhere new. I haven't been. I guess I'm going to do. Um, let's see. I got San Diego State, Utah State. That could be a good one. I'm going to do that game. I think that's going to be a good one. I'm going to get to all, all the right. teams. I promise. San Diego State, Utah State was a choice. There's also, I was debating New Mexico CSU just to get my Rams game, or excuse me, my Lobos game out of the way a little bit. Yeah. But Aztecs, Utah State. Utah State, we'll see with Henry Columbia quarterback, um, what they're doing in other positions, losing like Tippa and David Woodward on defense. Um, I think that could be a competitive game. And it could be, I don't want to say it's, I doubt it's going to be a conference championship preview game, but looking at the rest, like you got Wyoming at UNLV, which we could have the 66, 60 overtime game from a couple years ago, but I doubt that. But I just think that game could be two, a good defensive game. So people out there saying like defense, that could be a defensive matchup. Just saying. Yeah. All right. So next week, week seven, October 17th, is it my pick to go? I believe so. Yes, because you went first for Texas Stadium. All right, so week's October. We're getting weary. We have no off weeks because we're going every week, Matt. That's true. Um, dang it. I can't say Utah State, Boise State because of Odyssey and Aggie Street. I could, but we got some rules here. I'm going to do – oh, man. Um, I'm going to do oh, – do I have to pick this week? Do I? Can I take it you off do. week? You do. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to do – Nevada at New Mexico. So I want to go see UNLV, but at their big stadium. So okay. this game could be because, um, hey, if Nevada is a front runner of the West Division, see a good team. Wants to see Rocky Long's 3 3 5, what's midseason, see how they're doing. Uh, probably be a Nevada win, but Nevada, while they're probably near the top, they weren't that great last year. They're not super trustworthy to win games. Because, yes, they got the uh, upsets over a Big Ten team, but then they lose to UNLV for the rifle, not the rifle, but the can at the end of the year. So there's a couple issues with Nevada. But I think that would be get my Lobo game in there, plus possibly uh, just see how Rocky Dog's handling with uh, Danny Gonzalez. Yeah, it's reasonable. So what's your selection that week? So this week I'm actually swinging back up to Laramie. It's a good one. Because I want to see San Diego State versus Wyoming. As you should. And, you know, and it's because over the last few years, these games have been – like it's not a rivalry in the traditional sense – but they have been super entertaining games over the last few years. Hey, it's where we got the safety dance. That's true. Well, no, that was uh, oh Boise. Boise. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. But the, you know, the last the last three games have been decided by a total of eight points between these two teams, and so I'm very interested to see if they can pull that out again. And if so, 
you know, that's a, you know, at first glance, it might be kind of an under the radar game, a kind of a second tier game. No, this is a must watch game, I think, in my opinion. I think I think it's a good one as well. I just got to get to get all my games in there. So all the no, locations, that's very right? simple. Sometimes you got to sacrifice a little bit. I do, and I I wanted I, I do want to check out the Lobos in person because why not? Because Rocky Long is a great coach, and maybe he'll get some amazing things done for that defense, and they could shut down Tautua and uh, Jay Norvell. There you go. All right, so week eight, what do you got? So week eight, um, I'm I'm kind of breaking my rule a little bit. I'm taking my trip to the islands. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's another good because one. I'm- because I want to see that rematch of last year's championship game between Boise State and Hawaii. You get to see a healthy, hopefully healthy Hank Bachmeyer, right? Mm-hmm. You'll see Todd Graham get to Hawaii. Why is it breaking your rule? Because you're seeing Boise State a couple of times, or what rule? Your travel rule? Yeah, I mean it's you know going from Laramie to Honolulu is mm. a little little bit out of the way. You got time. You got a week. I, I mean, we can we can fly once. I'll, I'll allow it to myself. Oh, please, yeah, splurge a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, my game, I'm going to UNLV Stadium, CSU at UNLV, partly because Charles Williams, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. He might be, him and Xavier is out valid. He might be the best offensive players in the conference next year. Might be. They're definitely in the conversation, yeah. And the top two running backs I'm going to see definitely right now. But I want to go to the Giant Stadium, assuming it's good to go and there's no delays in any aspect. We're being positive here, so it's going to be good to go. And the Rams offense, like, if we think what they what they could be from who we saw last year, Patrick O'Brien throwing the ball to uh, Warren Jackson, like going up against, we've seen UNLV late near how many big plays they give up passing the ball, mm-hmm. and I don't know what um, Arroyo is going to bring to the table. What what's going to be done with them? But I want to make my trip to the Rebels to see the new stadium, and I want to see if CSU because if CSU is a legit sleeper team to win, they should go in and probably blow out UNLV even with a brand new head coach. Yeah, so that's where I'd want to go over. Like you had Fresno, Nevada, San Jose State, San Diego State, which could be a good sleeper game because they've been pretty close the past couple of years. That's true. All right, so we go to week nine. I, I Halloween, what? Halloween weekend. Oh, Halloween! That's a good day. Good games. Um, who do I need to see? Um, I guess I'll do Hawaii. I hate to say I guess because that makes me see. Oh, I got to pick. I just got to go through my schedule see who's available for me. I need to see Fresno State. I've already seen Hawaii twice. That'd be three times in Hawaii. Um, I've already seen CSU. I'm g- yeah, I'm going to do Hawaii Fresno State because I don't want to see UNLV and Boise State. So I go Hawaii Fresno State, which we'll see what Fresno State's offense is like under new head coach, who his new quarterback is going to be, how that's going to play out. And, and if Fresno State defense is going to take a step up and from last year because we didn't think it would last year. Maybe it'll kind of rebound to what we thought it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's a division game. And Fresno, Hawaii, probably I'd put Hawaii a touch above, but Fresno's probably that mid tier in the West Division, but they're still probably pretty close to Hawaii. You know, if I'm coming from the islands, I feel like I've got free reign to pretty much go anywhere I want to. Exactly. Where are you going? I'm going back to Colorado. I want the border war. The bronze boot? Yeah. That's a good one. That was a good game last year. That's where we saw Levi Williams step up, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Who do you think early prediction on the border war? Who's getting the bronze boot? Don't you kind of have to pick Wyoming until further notice? Exactly, yeah. I mean, it just seems like Craig Bull has had the Rams' number over the last few years. Or is it a Mike Bobo curse of not winning rivalry games? <laughs> Six or one half dozen, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so that's that's a good pick. So what do you got next week? We also have a Friday game already on the books, if you want to take that one. I am. Oh, you're going to BYU-Boise State? Because last that's year... Where, that's where I'm going. That was a tough loss last year for the, for the uh, Broncos. But that's another that's another series where it's been 
very close one way or the other more often than not. And, you know, when you're looking for entertainment value on a road trip, really hard to beat this rivalry. We need to make a trophy for that game. There's no trophy for this one. What would it be? We got a Bronco and a Cougar. So some combination of that, maybe? Or we can maybe be silly with some sort of uh, farmland ice cream joke. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to workshop that. Because I know BYU has their ice cream, ice, the creamery there that Aggie fans say is inferior, which I sort of agree with, but it's still good. What is Boise State known for? I know they got football, the Broncos, the Bluefield. Do they have any agricultural uh, notoriety? You mean besides potatoes? Okay, I missed the obvious. Kill me. But <laughs> <laughs> so we have the the um, uh, we'll have to think about that. Yeah, potatoes, ice cream. There's a list of things we'll think about it. But uh, that's a good. One. Are you doing two games that week, or are you just doing the single? No, I'm just doing the one. The one game. All right. So I need to make a couple games here, make it work for my schedule. Um, I've been to UNLV. Uh, I could go to Army. That's a big trip. I'm going to do CSU San Diego State because that's a game. As we said, well, not as we said, but teams that we think that'll be pretty good. Yeah, I think CSU is going to surprise some people. But again, you want to see that offense versus defense, and who knows? Maybe the Aztecs running game will be back, and it can run over whoever is trying to tackle or arm tackle the uh, running back for, mm-hmm. for the on the Rams side. So that's where my pick's going to go to go see that division or cross division game. There you go. Week eleven, we're getting close. Right. We got we got three weeks left, right? We got a week thirteen. Yes. So week eleven. Um, Ooh, we got San Diego State, San Diego State, BYU. I'm doing UConn, San Jose State. I'm doing it. Okay. I need so to, explain your reasoning. I need to see the Spartans. Okay. Because I'm checking my schedule and they are not on there yet. Mm-hmm. And it's also a very, very, very likely win. Well, not likely, but a winnable game. Yes. And I don't want to. I want to see when it's a non-conference game. I want to see a winner. And we'll see what the coaching staff can do. Remember, we got no more Josh Love on the sideline throwing the ball. They do have Trey Walker, who's really, really good. So I'm, I need to go see them, and I want to see them win a non-conference game. So I'm going to uh, Spartan Stadium there. That's reasonable. So what are you doing? Uh, I'm going back to Logan for a second time because okay. I want to see Fresno State versus Utah State. What's the reason behind that one over, say, CSU Air Force? I mean, I think that they're, they're, the situations are somewhat different between the Bulldogs and the Aggies, but they are, I feel like there's a lot of similarities in that both had a little bit of a letdown last year. And so I look at this as an opportunity to see kind of how much both teams have rebounded. Hmm. And it could be the kind of game where, you know, at, at best, maybe it's a loser leaves town for the conference championship race. You know, and at worst, I think both of these teams should be vying for a bowl game. And maybe this is one of those, you know, this, maybe this is one of the games that either clinches bowl eligibility or pushes someone one step closer to bowl eligibility. I just think that it's kind of an under-the-radar kind of game where there's a lot of intriguing questions around both teams, and so I would want to see by this point in the season how it all shakes out. Okay, makes sense. Next week, no-brainer for me, beyond a no-brainer. Boise State at Wyoming. Oh, yeah? I haven't seen Boise State yet this year, so I think I see them once, too. I was double-checking, like, who have I not seen? And it's, it's the Broncos. But that game could be a division title game on the line because of what we think – happens between Boise State or the returning talent we've already discussed it all but who's yeah. coming back who's not but I think the matchup itself and I mentioned the safety dance gotta get the game right it's in Laramie it's a defensive battle it's always it seems to always be a fairly close game for the most part usually it's, it's I had double check the scoring here but it's we've seen upsets happen in this series and yeah. at this point Wyoming probably is likely the underdog but 
I think that'd be a good matchup to see. I was tempted to come back home to end the road trip a little bit early because San Diego State host, uh, heads to Fresno, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be a good game. But ultimately, I did not do that. Um, I want to go see Hawaii and San Jose State, you know, in part because I, too, had not seen the Spartans yet <laughs> on my schedule. But also, this is another game where, even if nobody's paying attention to it, has been extremely fun over the last couple of years. Sure, yeah, we had the... Uh... Wasn't it a triple overtime game? The, the, the barrage of missed field goal oh. attempts in, in overtimes and stuff like that. Yeah, and Hawaii winning on a last-second field goal last year. So these are two teams where, you know, even though they're both uh, replacing some star players on offense, I mean, do you really want to bet against them dropping 40 on each other again? I wouldn't. I would like it happen, wouldn't you? I would be ready. I'm, I'm always ready for that. Of course. All right. From says from the guy who also likes defense. You can like both guys. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, so what do you got for the season finale? So the season finale, I am coming home. Okay. For the rivalry game between San Jose State and Fresno State. Because bowl eligibility on the line for maybe both teams, for one of the teams, possibly? Yeah. Which one? Fresno? Or San- <laughs> I mean, possibly both. You never know how things will shake yeah, out. Both are stretching it. Come on. You never know. You de- well, we never know, but I'm just saying. All right, that's for my final game, I'm going to Nevada at UNLV. There you go. Just because last year was obvious to fight and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, you know, the underdog has won this series more often than not recently. Like UNLV last year got the win. Um, get to go to Vegas, new nice stadium, good weather. That time of year, not too cold. And if you, there are other good games on the schedule, but I think that has the most intrigue based on what we know at this point. Like maybe Air Force, Utah State could be for the division or something, or even CSU, Boise State. Hawaii at San Diego State is a big one last year because that was for the West Division title. Came down to what a was it fourteen to eleven something like that sixteen mm-hmm. eleven, yeah, low scoring game. That's a really good one. I was debating debating to that. Have I? I need to double check. Have I seen San Diego State at least once this year? Uh, you know what? I didn't write it down. I, I did. I have them twice. Have, yeah. I have them twice. Um, I could make some adjustments, but since I already seen them twice, I go back to Las Vegas and check out Wolfpack Rebels because the Cannon's a big trophy. It's probably. The best trophy out there, just because the sheer size of it makes it amazing. Well, but, and plus there, there's no substitute for hate. Like you, you can't you can't really put a, a value on that that equates to other things. Yeah, because that UNR thing is a big deal, apparently. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Even from the head of the paper of the Las Vegas Review Journal, it does that. It's like, come on. But uh, yeah, anything. Uh, that's pretty good. That's my schedule. I wrote mine down. We we heard what you said. Let, if you if you don't like our schedule, give us your road trip. Hopefully it happens because this may be take your mind off a few things. But it's always fun to do this because it's like what games can we see if we're able to see every game. And there are other games that are probably better we, we could have gone to, but why not pick or spread it out essentially, right? There's no point yeah. going to Boise State or San Diego State every week, right? I mean, unless you're like a Boise State or a San Diego State fan, then yeah, more which, power to you. That's true, but we're kind of uh, more of a uh, not, we're, not the we're case. egalitarian. Either good or bad. Yes. <laughs> All right, anything else we can talk about? Because we did this. Um, what are we going to do next week? We need to think of some stuff, Matt. We can start talking about NFL draft stuff. Yes, yeah, so we might have an interview coming up soon from a former uh, Mountain West athlete. Very nice, very nice. Crossing fingers. Uh, maybe we'll have a draft guy coming up too to talk, discuss a few things. But uh, yeah, look for some draft talk. Um, maybe we'll play, do some fun stuff a little bit here and there like we did last offseason. But um, a couple things to check on the website. We've started our draft profiles. I started one today. We're also doing our best ever Mountain West basketball team from the Ken Palm era. So it does include everybody because um, we our buddy um, 
fantastic breakdown on Twitter. Want to do Ken Palm, which also makes it easier for 16 teams as well. Mm-hmm. So check that out. Matt, I, we may do one for football. Would you be up to assist if we do one for football? Yeah. Okay, we may do like a – I think we'll use Sagrid rating. So we may do something for football best ever. Um, we may do some fun stuff as well. But look for draft stuff upcoming. We'll talk NFL draft next week and probably the week after after the draft. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned to our stuff. MWR.com, website, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. And, yeah, just subscribe, tell a friend. And you got no, nothing else going on, right? You can listen. So. That's true. You have plenty of time sitting around your house. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. So stay home, stay safe. We'll be back next week to talk some more football.